Welcome to the Accountability Buddies podcast. Join us each week as we discuss all aspects of the Christian walk and strive together towards Jesus. Hey guys. Hey. Hey. How are you? That was creepy. <laughs> Sorry. Someone That's has Dana. the giggles and can't get over it. That's Dana. Creepy giggles. <sighs> it, so, it'll it'll go away. It'll subside. We hope. <laughs> so okay, random random question to kick us off. Last movie you saw in the theaters. Um, well, I finally remembered, because I thought the last one I saw was Endgame, and I thought, I'm like, no, surely I've seen one since then, but I'm pretty sure it was the Spider-Man No Way Home, which was amazing if you hadn't seen it by now. Um, I don't remember. I know I've seen one movie in the theaters since the pandemic. You, you, well, you also had a baby, like, right at the beginning of the pandemic. And at the end of the pandemic. <laughs> and at the end, yeah. And at the end. Yeah. Way to go. Yeah. I mean, I, a lot of people did. Have like, babies? Yeah. Like, I think our the hospital we delivered at hit, like, records multiple weeks in a row. Dang. Um, right when we were delivering. So, the pandemic did not uh, slow down childbearing. Well, to be fair, that was... The pandemic had no bearing on... The babies that were born that day. Well, that's true. I mean, I think people being home more might have had some bearing on it. Well, so maybe, the last yeah. movie I yeah. saw... You see movies all the time. I know. It's like, oh, this is coming out Friday. Well, Kathy's going to see a preview version on Wednesday of you every see, movie. You see every movie in theaters. And I see every movie when it hits uh, whatever subscription you pay for and allow me to use. Yeah. <laughs> that is accurate. Do you pay for any of your subscriptions? Yeah, one. Amazon Prime. Oh, okay. Congrats. For mooches. <laughs> I'll accept it. I have really cute kids. You do. You bring a lot to the table. You and bring the kids, I bring those subscriptions. And I appreciate it. Man. You make me able kids. to be a stay-at-home wife. No, just kidding. Just Brian because of subscription. I need to get some kids up in here. <laughs> I keep telling y'all you should have babies, but no. Well, you know. Just kidding. We we fully support. There's that people. whole church discipline aspect that I'm not ready to sign up for. Yeah, I guess you shouldn't go on sinning so that grace may abound. That's right. Oh. Yeah. Scripture drop. That's right. Did that. Okay. Did I say a movie I went to see? No, but it's probably whatever movie came out the most recently. I saw Lightyear. Is that the most recent movie to come out? I don't know. It's the most recent movie I've seen though. Yeah, but you've already seen, like, Top Gun and Jurassic Park, too. I have not seen Top Gun. I thought you have seen it. No, I haven't. Has Jenny seen it? No. We've seen Jurassic World. Did y'all, like, um, boycott it or something? It's just not our cup of tea. Oh, man. Like, I think I've seen the first one, but I'm not even confident with that. Oh, that's so sad. You would know if you'd seen it. That's so sad. My heart hurts for you, Kathy. Yeah, well, my heart hurts every time you make a... Harry Potter reference when you're talking about Lord <laughs> of the Rings Dana. Well, that's fair. Didn't you know they have all the same characters? It's the same movie. I will throw something at both of you. Uh, you know I love both of those they things. I'm just quoting Dana. word within reach. You've already stabbed Dana once. Don't stab her again. It was an accident. Yeah. I have a sword. I will use it. Says you. This one time when Dana and I were roommates years ago, Kathy came to our house think for a bible study maybe just hang out and she brought with her a sword 
and Dana said, you shouldn't bring that sword in here. Like, you should put that away. And then Kathy stabbed her. And then Dana used the scariest voice I've ever heard and said, put it away. <laughs> it was deep. It was really scary. It was from the depths. And I don't think she's ever gotten over it. No, it was a core memory for sure. Hey, it was the first sword I ever bought. So it was a core memory for me too. Was it that sword that you ever no. there? I was the first person that you ever stabbed with that sword. You should feel honored. You don't know that. You're making That's a lot of true. assumptions. She could have stabbed a lot of people with that sword. Yeah, maybe she was hiding in our apartment. To stab you? No, hiding from the people looking for her. Oh, it was bloody. Yeah. Just kidding. Mm-hmm. Alrighty, so <laughs> tonight we're going to be kind of digging into redeeming our time because we all feel like it's very important for accountability and for discipleship. Um, so I just want to start with a little bit of a scripture that kind of shows us um, where this term came from in Ephesians five sixteen and 17 which says, look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. So with that scripture in mind, how would you all define redeeming your time? TikTok, Netflix. Uh, how would you define Pop redeeming one. your time Sleep. biblically? Uh, oh, yeah. So, Laura, you want to jump in? Uh, yeah, since Dana's eating popcorn or something. Uh, we should use our time wisely. Like Second uh, Timothy 2.4 says, No soldier gets entangled in civilian pursuits since his aim is to please the one who enlisted him. So, like, we should be intentional with our time, like aiming to please the Lord. What do you mean being intentional? Like, I should be thinking about the things I do and do them to the best of my ability, not just, like, everything all willy-nilly. Okay. Dana? So being, uh, like, being aware and, um... Oh, shoot, I just lost my train of thought. Choo-choo! <laughs> um, but just being aware and making a plan to do those things, basically. Okay. So, like... Practically, what does an intentional Christian look like in their day-to-day life? You can either use yourself as an example or just in general. Well, like, for me, that might look like I manage my household well so that my husband and I are both, like, freed up to do ministry in our church. So if I'm not doing the things I need to do, I'm going to make it harder for Brian to take care of his responsibilities he's having to like pick up my slack all the time mm-hmm. which he does often pick up my slack I have a really good husband who's super helpful but I should be not lazy basically okay uh for me I know there's a lot of I know there's usually like a lot of things that I want to do um but it, I know that if I don't make a plan to do it then it doesn't get done against like oh that would be a great idea if I did that um so um, sometimes, uh, well, back in the day, I haven't um, gotten out of the practice, but um, I use a planner and I would plan out my weeks um, and just write down who am I going to inv- reach out to and check in on this week and what 
spiritual disciplines am I going to um, focus on? Like, specifically, what am I going to read? Who am I going to pray for? Um, like I said, it won't happen if I don't. Um, and, you know, that that's another way that people can hold me accountable is, um, is to make sure that I'm following through with my plans or even making my plans. So, gotcha. I think a lot of those things like that you mentioned are like really good things. Like I know she mentioned like, like I think you said scripture memory or like praying mm-hmm. for people, but I know like I've had a tendency in the past to take on all of those things at once. Like I make a big master plan and I'm like, I'm going to change my life this week <laughs> and I'm going to do all yeah. of these things because mm-hmm. I, I don't picture that I can make small incremental changes, but that's really not realistic. It's much better for me at least. Um, if I say like, I'm going to take these things step by step. So, like, my first step is I'm going to start, like, cleaning my kitchen every single night all the way through. Or, like, and, like, I mean, like, in managing my household. Or, like, my first step is I'm going to intentionally pray for people. And I'm not going to start praying and scripture memory and changing how I disciple my kids and serving in these extra ways and, like, tackle all of these mm-hmm. things at once. Which is our tendency. I think you kind of have yeah. that same. Yeah, especially sometimes. on a planner where there's a lot of blank space and you feel like you have to fill it all. Um, but you're already filling that time. Yeah, right? you are. It just looks. You're empty. filling it. Ti- you're, it takes time to change the things you're filling your yeah. time with. Yeah. Yeah. But but that's part of um, making the goal too is making it realistic for you and your lifestyle. So like depending on like I work. Currently, I work 10 to 7, so it's not smart for me to cram a bunch of stuff in a day because my free time is broken up. Yeah. You know, so it just looks different. I think if you're struggling with those things, though, like small incremental changes are overall more sustainable than, like, waking up on a Monday morning and saying my life is going to look different today from today on. That, like, New Year's resolution yeah those are they just don't last you, no. you can't mm-hmm. no there are things that you should probably change like yeah. tomorrow well it's i've always have heard and like had this mentality of like motivation is fleeting but discipline isn't mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you're not always going to be motivated to do the things you need to do but if you're disciplined you'll do it anyways yeah this I think one's a lot hard. of that takes like I think, like, you're kind of, Dana, your idea of the planner is great because you're actually, like, looking at the breakdown of your day, and you can see where those empty times are that you end up feeling with just nonsense, mm-hmm. and then you call yourself busy, when really that can be filled with other things, or the time that you do have utilizing it better. Mm-hmm. Like, What are you trying to say, Kathy? I'm talking for myself, like... I'm saying you watched all the season of Blue Bloods. What? Dana. Huh? You watched all the seasons of Blue Buds. Oh, it's what? only you like and like 85-year-old th- Three women. years ago? You and all the 85-year-old women have watched all the seasons of Blue Buds. Well, you know what? Tom Selleck. Uh, what about what? him? <laughs> that, it's, it's the mustache. I gotta yeah, tell I was about to say, it's probably the Paul Trish yeah. got a mustache? He does. He does. <laughs> <laughs> but no, realistically, it kind of makes me think of, like, we have a dear friend, Amanda, who in this season of life, she's having to... Uh, add about 30 minutes to her normal commute because her family had to move to a different city um, Mm -hmm. which is much further away from her drive so her drive is now about 45 minutes where it used to be 15 so now she uses that time in her car to pray Mm 
mm-hmm. and she wrote out specific prayer Hopefully cards. with her eyes open. Yeah, with her eyes open. Y'all, we we um, advocate for driving safe, driver safety. Um, I, I don't. Laura, you're out of the group. Um, Where but, do you go? You're at home. Exactly. Yeah. But like she like has like a specific note card for every day of different people in the church and different just topics to be praying about. And so she like had to add this time to her schedule so she's utilizing it better. Mm-hmm. And I think she's that's... She's like redeeming it. Exactly. Redeeming your time. Ooh. Wow. wow. I also really like... Wow. Wow. These poor listeners. I also really like that when she, I don't know, like, I don't know if she's done this for you guys, but she's messaged me and said, like, hey, I'm praying these specific things for you and your yeah. family today. And that was, like, so encouraging to me. Yeah. Um, to know that someone is praying for me is mm-hmm. sweet. Because I think we all want to just claim busyness for why we don't do things mm-hmm. that we should be doing when really we're not. Yeah. We just don't redeem I mean, our I'm, time. I'm pretty busy. Okay. I have some free time sometimes. Mine's just so scattered. I think it's like a different... Yeah. I just need to tackle it differently. Well, like, you have less of a routine than someone working, like, a desk job. Yeah. Or a different routine than somebody working a desk job. Yeah. Or, yeah. I won't excuse myself because that, like, it was still a struggle for me when I did, like, work in a corporate job. Um... So it's not like, it's just a different struggle now. Yeah. Well, and you have, like, your time can quickly, how do I say this, be filled with um, incidental time. Because, like, the kids all of a sudden will... Poop. Um, yeah. All of their <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or... Which uh, dump, your curtains. Dump a bottle of whatever all over the floor, and you're like, oh, well, now I have to clean that up, or now yeah. I have to deal with that situation. I don't think anyone pooped on the curtain. Someone peed on the curtains. Okay, it was that. And I think it was my firstborn. Yeah. Little boys. They're yeah. fun. They, they are. And they aren't sometimes. Well, someone's little boy that we know used to um, take his diaper off and take the poop and and go on the walls. Now, thankfully, mine has not done that. Yeah. Yet. Yet. I think he's past that, honestly. But mm-hmm. he does now, like, go in the potty and, like, scream when he's done that there's poop on him. And he needs to <laughs> wipe him, so he'll just start screaming down the hall, like, there's poop on me. He's just trying to communicate, Laura. He is. Yeah. He's getting his point across, let me tell you. That's right. But I'm just happy it's in the potty. I mean, I'll take it. Word. This, mm-hmm. this is mom talk. <laughs> it's real exciting. Sorry. <laughs> so... What insights, like, if any, did y'all gain about how you spend your time through the pandemic? Because I know for a lot of people that changed their day-to-day looked different, or if it didn't change for you, it changed for others around you. Um, so how has that kind of changed your how you view, view time, and has it changed since things have been getting back to more normal life? Uh well, for me, um, I luckily was able to still work. We uh, went remote, so everybody went home when it started. And then, um, so I worked from home for maybe four or five months. And then I went back into the office just some days a week. Um, but as far as the, like, social aspect, 
like I'm single I live by myself and so um that aspect didn't really change the it didn't hit me until much later because I'm just used to being by myself and like you know yeah social interaction now it did it did um no one here beside me now church was weird for a while because we had to do zoom church and i it got old really fast i don't know thankfully we did not do that very long yeah yeah we didn't have to thank goodness i was so thankful that we had it yeah so we could still have some type of communication but it just did not hit the spot the same yeah well we also were naughty and had people over even outside, early on mostly, in the though. pandemic like yeah outside in the backyard yeah yeah we were um, smart about it and like we sang in the backyard and like worship together still because mm-hmm. we thought that was important yeah uh, but we tried to do it as like safely because it's so un- like nobody knew what was happening yeah um and so i think that time was actually kind of sweet and precious in many ways yeah. um well it's like you found a way to again like utilize the free time everybody suddenly had because they were no one had nightly activities and you're like hey let's Let's come over and, like, safely still gather and sing. Yeah, I think you guys had mentioned in a previous episode, maybe, like, I had a baby at the beginning of the pandemic. Like, literally, the hospital was, like, deciding what to do about, um, like, visitors and things like that for the first time when I was, like, actively delivering my uh, second child. And um, so, like, we came home to, like, no one basically my in-laws were already with us so they stayed for a while but then after that they didn't come back for a while because of covid Mm -hmm. and um my you know my family and my like closest friends for the most part didn't really get to see the baby until until later um and so that was like kind of hard but it was since we were having a baby like when the first little bit of your pregnancy you don't or your after delivery you don't really go to the movies or like go out to dinner I mean some people do but like that's not we usually stay home for a couple weeks um and so like for me and plus I'm a homebody so the only thing that really changed for me was that I often have people in my house entertaining me like I have you guys over to like you're the house everyone gathers at yeah Mm -hmm. and so that wasn't there um which was harder but uh and I did have some struggles but mine were more like mental health struggles of like girl same uh i i can't and i don't know if it was more the pandemic or like adding a baby to the mix or those things but like can't get my house clean and i just can't just can't do it um like that kind of a struggle yeah i think i always kind of had the mental health struggle but the pandemic just kind of like put it on a 10 but in retrospect i now am in a place where i'm like appropriately medicated and I feel more normal so that was a plus but like in general for me in the pandemic some things changed or some things didn't change at all I worked I work in childcare, so I didn't miss a day of work during COVID my position within uh, my job changed I went from the classroom to the office during the pandemic but I still had to go into work every single day so I was still around people every day just looked a little different um few fewer people um but one thing that did happen is i got my hours cut a lot and it kind of and i was going straight from work home 
instead of I I didn't have the gym to go to I didn't have church to go to I didn't have mm-hmm. game nights to go to and so I suddenly realized how much time I really do have and how mm-hmm. much of that time I was wasting on other things because yeah. when I the first part of the pandemic it was nice because I'm an introvert by nature I don't mind being at home but like I got bored fast and I was like how much of that time was I just filling with nonsense to fill boredom versus stuff that can be edifying to Christ and um, to f- fellow Christians around me. And so it kind of made me really step back and feel like, what am I filling my time with now that, you know, life is getting more normal and we're kind of getting back into a routine of things. Like, I'm working my normal shift now. My hours aren't cut and... I have the gym to go to, game nights are back, and just trying to better utilize the time I do have during each day. You know, I think in some ways I wasn't as intentional as I should have been with my, we'll say like pandemic time of like my alone time. Like I did spend more time probably in the Word and in prayer and things like that, which are excellent. But like now that I'm being like, like, the world's gone back to normal-ish. Quote, unquote. Um, I feel like I have a harder time committing to things. And mm-hmm. so, like, I've adjusted to, like, having all this time that's, like, mine. Um, that it's actually been harder to, like, spend time in certain ministry that, like, I've always done. Or um, with people that I used to see all the time, um, I'm just, like, everything seems more burdensome. And I don't know for me whether that's, like... Because I, you know, since the pandemic started, we've added two children to our home, so we have three kids now. Or, or if it is just like how, if that's because of the kids or those that situation, or if it's the pandemic, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I was just thinking that like how um, it was like it about how it was just like a time of recalibration for a lot of people of that they got used to all of that like time having to be creative and uh, on all of that and not having the pressure of all the commitments and everything and then um and then once everything started opening back up it's like uh yeah about that can we like do, do we I have to, to do that yeah, do, do i have, have to <laughs> So. I feel like everyone became an introvert. Like yeah. Even, like, the hardcore extroverts, and they're still, like, needing to recover. Yeah. Or even, like, even the... Since everything was so virtual, everything was on Zoom or um, live stream or, you know, everything was on your phone, I feel like there was a, a push for everything to go... Everybody to go outside and, like, you know... Yeah. I feel like it had a positive effect that way. Yeah. I think, in general, it kind of at least hopefully the pandemic made people, like, you know, it did for me, like, you making you kind of realize you make time for what matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like we're, um, like, in the Ant-Man movie, how, like, after the snap was over, I think it's the Ant-Man movie. Is that it? One of the movies, like, after the snap, they show people in, like, these support groups. Oh, yeah, Like, yeah. during the snap, like, like, when everyone was gone for those five years or whatever. And they're all in, like, these support groups of, like, how they're dealing with the snap or whatever. Like, I feel like that's what we're talking about right now is, like, this huge global trauma. Um, that's funny. That movie got too real. Yeah. 
So now that we've talked about our time and time in retrospective, the pandemic, what are time wasters that you've noticed in your day to day? Oh, TikTok for sure. Although it is educational at times. I have learned a lot on TikTok. But I do love TikTok. I've um, got some great gardening tips on TikTok. For yeah. Real. All the recipes. Oh, man. I need an air fryer like ASAP. You're behind. Everyone and their mom has an <laughs> air fryer. Well, you know me. My behind the times. Well, I mean, you did have that really cool quesadilla maker for a minute there. Do you remember that? Mm-mm. You don't. You had a quesadilla maker. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, like thought I still thing? had that, but I think I gave it away. <laughs> no, it was like a, <laughs> it was like a one-use appliance. It, it was my. It was a college gift from my parents. I mean, you do love quesadillas more I than anyone do. I know. It really was just a hot plate with a divider. Like I feel like that was wouldn't be hard to make, but yeah. Um. So time wasters. So, I mean, just my, can I just say my phone? Just, yeah. Yeah. Oh, phone, like general, my phone. Yeah. It's, it's a struggle. Yeah. So what are things we can do to like change the priority level in order to utilize our time best? Um, well, I think you make time for what matters the most and you should, um, do the things that matter the most first. That's, that's huge. So, yeah. Or like... My husband's real big on, like, and Daniel knows and will laugh at this, but, like, reading your Bible first thing in the morning when you wake up. It should be in, like, he's really adamant about it being in the morning. And, like, at first I thought that was really, like, legalistic and obnoxious. That it's commanded. Um, He's just giving you a hard time. But he does think it's... feisty about that. Yes. Mm -hmm. He doesn't think you have to do it. He just thinks you should do it. Early shall I rise in the morning and meditate on your word. But it... I mean, and he is disciplined about that. Yeah. Um, and, but, like, and you it's can not like see he the benefits get up early. from that of starting your day in the Word. Well, yeah, and I mean, it's not like, like I mean, Brian leaves for work before 6 in the morning, so it's mm. not like, it's not like, oh, it's so easy, you know, I, I'm i not having to wake up early, I'll just make my coffee, you know. Like, he he's yeah. legitimately disciplined about that. I don't think it has to be that legalistic, but there is something to doing the first things first, like the most important things. Yeah being prioritized giving of your first fruits yeah yeah that's a good point and not the leftovers it sets a whole tone for your day yeah so yeah and i mean even if you maybe don't have time for like your major bible reading doing something refocus your mind yes so like um our friend who's praying on her drive focusing her mind at the front of her day on like the things of the lord and like Reminding herself of her dependence upon him is like a good thing. Yeah. I know that's one thing that we've, Laura and I specifically have talked about a lot of like, okay, we want to change, but how do we do that? Because we want the change to happen overnight and not realizing, I think at that time at least, of like, it meant we have to change our habits, which mm-hmm. that takes a long time to change your habits and you have to do it little baby steps. Yeah. Incremental. Yep. I've had to get over some, um, well, I think get over it. It, hasn't, it wasn't even that big of a deal, but like I noticed that I wanted to, um, I would tend to keep to myself at work a lot. Mm-hmm. And so like I would just put on my headphones and go to work and, um, listen to a sermon or whatever. But, um, 
I was losing out on like important conversations at work. Um, so I've been trying to be more intentional that way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's a great point because yeah. like you, you are in like a mission field every day at work mm-hmm. yeah. and, um, yeah. we don't want to have regrets and you won't work with those people forever. Yeah. And, um, and it's like really awkward and difficult, but like that, like intentionality mm-hmm. is, um, I mean, it's important. Yeah. So all of this talk about time management. Why is time management important to accountability? Well, usually the things you're being held accountable to take time. Revolutionary. I know. And usually you need to be held accountable because you aren't managing your time well. Yeah, there's that. Yeah. Dana. Hmm? That was hurtful. Well, you know, <laughs> truth well, hurts. And, um, I mean, if we go back to the thing, the verse you quoted, it says, look carefully then how you walk. We're supposed to watch what we're doing because we want to be wise and we want to use our time well because the days are evil. Like, because if we don't, we're going to get wrapped up in the evil, of the world. distracting yeah. stuff of the world. And so, like, this is going to keep us from, like, foolishness and worldliness. Yeah. And, um, and keep us doing what God's will is. Yeah. So Even at a basic level, like, time is important to pouring that time into each other to have those quick checkups throughout the day of, like, hey, what are you reading? How can I pray for you? Like, mm-hmm. that involves time. Yes, that's a microsecond, but that's still, like, time and effort that you're having to pour into your accountability relationship. And if you were to take this a step further for discipleship, like, that's even more time you're going to have to be very intentional with and um giving towards yeah and if we do like that says like to understand what the will of the lord and it is and like i mean other places in scripture it talks about god's will for your life being your sanctification that you're yeah. going to look more and more like jesus well if that's like god's will for me that i'm going to need to make those like efforts alongside what god's called me to to be in his word to be in prayer like to do my spiritual disciplines so that I can, like, grow in grace. Mm-hmm. And we do that in community, and we do that with the Word of God. And so, like, if we're not being disciplined, and if no one's holding us accountable, it's only going to be harder. Like, yeah. you can you can grow in grace by reading the Word, absolutely. You can grow in mm-hmm. grace by, by prayer, absolutely. But, like, why would you not use your resources God's given you? He's given you all of these believers around you to help you grow in grace. Oh, yeah. And if we're not holding each other accountable, then, like, we're not being the body to one another. Like, I think we're wasting a lot of what the Lord's given us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. So, to end us out, what is one thing each of us can do differently this week to make better use of our time? Dana goes first. Um. Well, off the top of my head, I would say... Um, the best place to start is to pray um, and ask God to show me where I'm wasting my or what needs to go you know Mm -hmm. and like what I what my focus needs to be um, and what needs to go to make that happen Um, so for me I think it's going to be twofold like um I need to wake up to my alarm, but I also need to go to sleep on time as much as I'm able to. Because, like, obviously, yeah, I have a little baby at home, and that messes up 
she has different ideas of what yeah sleep she time just does is. not respect my sleep schedule at all um but that being said like i need to try to sleep at the right times okay. and get up at the right times so that i can be like intentional with my mornings especially yeah well, to be fair, I don't respect my own sleep schedule, which messes me up, too. I, I'm, in, I'm in the same boat. That's exactly what I was going to say is, like, better sleep schedule. Because for context, I have a weird work schedule where I open one week and then I close the next week. So my sleep schedule is all over the place depending on what, what my work schedule is. And I'm either, like, staying up too late so then when I'm getting off work on my open week so I want to go home and take a nap mm-hmm. or on my closed weeks I'm sleeping in too long and so I'm wasting my mornings and then working all day coming home and doing my night like nightly routine things so I think I just need to get a better sleep schedule just kind of falling to sleep at a more consistent time between the two weeks so and then waking up at a more consistent time between the two weeks so I'm not all over the place every other week because my body is like what are you doing and it kind of, it drags on you after a while. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it does. So, sleep. All of us, sleep. Yeah. Appropriately. Mm-hmm. And get up. And get up. Yes, ma'am. All right. Well, this was kind of a scatterbrained one, but appreciate y'all going through the ride with us. Uh, we thank you for listening. If you enjoyed it, be sure to subscribe so you're notified when we release new content. And as always, we look hope you find this time this week to spend with Jesus and your own accountability buddies. Later, friends. Bye.